I love listening to audiobooks when I'm in the bathtub. I used to read actual books in there, and let me tell you, I've ruined quite a few books. I really love these ideas, and I've nourished them privately for so long that it felt wonderful to get to add my intonation and emphasis. I had no idea that I would have to sit so still. I would have to be aware of things like breathing and moving. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet Emmy-winning television writer, television host, and journalist Teresa Strasser, creator of the Brave Writer program, Julie Bogart, and breastfeeding specialist, Dr. Linda Dahl. Listen in to hear Teresa Strasser on writing a down-to-earth memoir about first-time pregnancy, Julie Bogart on helping children process information in the digital age, and Dr. Linda Dahl on bringing empowering, medically sound breastfeeding advice to a wider audience. Plus, hear what it was like for these authors to record their audiobooks. Enjoy! Hi, this is Teresa Strasser, author of Exploiting My Baby, because it's exploiting me. I wrote my book because the kind of pregnancy questions and concerns that I had were not answered or explored in the pages of What to Expect When You're Expecting. Don't get me wrong. That is a great book. You get what you're expecting when you buy it. And it's good to know about mucus plugs. Not good to say mucus plugs, as I just learned the hard way. But I had fears about pregnancy, which were really fears about motherhood And if I could do better than my own mom did, and if I'd forgive my mom for the ways she'd undermommed when I was a baby and later. I was also inspired by Nancy O'Dell's book about pregnancy because hers was purely magical and free of self-doubt. I knew others would relate to a different version of things, one with most of the magic, but also all of the fear and self-doubt. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be me. I felt so me, 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 reading my words about me. I'm sorry to all of you about all the me. I realized I had trouble pronouncing Christina Aguilera. Aguilera? I think I'm still saying it wrong. I'm sorry, Christina. You're a fighter and dirty with an extra R. I'm proud that I was able to narrate my own memoir because the goal in writing it was to get as close as I could to my natural voice in the metaphorical sense. I wanted to write the way I think and the way I talk and get as close to the bone as I could. In reading my book with my actual voice, I hope that the inflection enhances the experience for readers. I like to think that the closer a writer gets to using her very specific voice, the more universally relatable the story becomes. If I wasn't going to read my audiobook, I would cast, and this is easy, Liev Schreiber. I know it's complicated on account of he's a man, and this is a pregnancy memoir. Doesn't matter. Nobody does it better. His narration is perfection. It's one of my very favorite things in life. I don't know if you guys have watched that show Hard Knocks. It's about football training camp. He turns 
every line of voiceover into Shakespeare. Not enough is made of his voice work. It's superlative. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved, Into Thin Air by John Krakauer. I know he isn't a performer by training, but the way he narrates his own books, in particular, I would say, Into Thin Air, it just works so well with the content. It really is like you're there right on that snowy mountain, and you can almost see Beck Weathers freezing his nose off. I've listened to that one multiple times, but all of his audiobooks are excellent. I love listening to audiobooks when I'm in the bathtub. I used to read actual books in there, and let me tell you, I've ruined quite a few books. Lost to waterlogging. And now, here's a clip from my audiobook. Babies are transformative. Yeah, they make you more loving and patient, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not talking about that kind of change. I'm talking about the magical baby dust that converts, say, Brooke Burke from an icy and unapproachable swimsuit model to the champion and co-host of the popularity contest Dancing with the Stars. Sprinkle some magic mommy dust on Angelina Jolie, and she goes from knife-wielding, blood-vial-wearing, scary force of sexual energy to Earth Mother Goddess breastfeeding on the cover of W Magazine. Hi, this is Julie Bogart, author of Raising Critical Thinkers. I wrote this book because it feels like we live in really challenging times between cable, television, and social media, and the increased access we all have to each other's mind lives, there is so much more polarization and conflict in our families and homes than I've ever experienced in my lifetime. And as I spent time over the last 20, 25 years deconstructing some of the most powerful beliefs in my life, I realized that there were tools and skills that I had learned and developed that were actually valuable to students. We started testing many of these processes and practices in Brave Writers' own writing courses, my company, and just saw such powerful results in both our students' ability to think well, but also this amazing side effect that parents and children were developing an even closer relationship by understanding the properties of critical thinking. It actually enhanced their relationships and enhance their students' academic abilities at the same time. If I had to describe what it was like to record this audiobook in one word, that word would be satisfying. I really love these ideas, and I've nourished them privately for so long that it felt really wonderful to get to add my intonation and emphasis in the audiobook, and I also really loved noting these various thinkers. In my first audiobook recording, I told a lot of personal family stories, and there was one moment where I felt especially vulnerable sharing that, knowing people would listen to this story in my own voice. And so as much as I loved doing it, there was a certain level of vulnerability that challenged me in my last book. In this book, I have such passion about these ideas that I did not experience the same 
nervousness in recording. I actually felt really inspired, and I'm just so looking forward to the conversations that I'm going to get to have with readers. That's the whole point of writing a book, and this one really felt like the fruit of a decades-long pursuit. So I loved this whole experience. I found some of my long, lengthy lists of questions challenging to keep interesting. So I worked hard at my intonation to make sure that, you know, if you're out running or walking the dog, you still want to listen all the way through the activities. I love that the Penguin Random House team decided to include a PDF file of the activities for audiobook listeners. I'm so looking forward to hearing back from families after they've put some of this into practice. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Helen Mirren because I love her accent and I like the weightiness and dignity of how she expresses herself. The last great audiobook listen for me is Braiding Sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmerer, and she is featured prominently in my book, I literally use that book as a way to soothe myself. I just enjoy her voice, her pronunciation of the indigenous terms, and the lyrical writing. It's such a beautiful book. I can't recommend it enough. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is when I'm either running or walking. I really love being outdoors, and it feels like a private conversation with the author and gives me so much to reflect on. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. I dunked Noah's three-year-old head under the clean water to rinse the soap. As he popped up, he sputtered, clearing his mouth. Tell me the three little pigs again. I obliged, as I had dozens of times before. Noah chimed in at the wolf's iconic refrain. I huffed and I puffed and I blew the house in. Noah didn't just say the words either. He sucked in big drafts of huffy-puffy air, and he blew out his huffy-puffy, water-wet, house-blowing breath at imaginary homes of straw, twigs, and bricks. We laughed and laughed. Hi, this is Linda Dahl, MD, author of Better Breastfeeding, a doctor's guide to nursing without pain and frustration. I wrote my book because I wanted to encapsulate all of the work that I did in my practice with breastfeeding moms and babies over the last 17, 18 years. I actually had been working on the book proposal for six or seven years before I finally sold it, and I sold it during the shutdowns of the pandemic, which is kind of incredible, and then wrote it about a year ago, this time last year. And I'm very excited to share all of the information that I shared with parents in my practice with a broader audience so that moms everywhere can have access to the kind of work that I was doing with moms and babies in my practice. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be still. I had no idea that I would have to sit so still. I would have to be aware of things like breathing and clicking and moving especially because I'm such an active speaker. It took a lot of concentration to be very still so I could record it. I realized I had trouble pronouncing breasts <laughs> and breastfeeding, <laughs> which is hysterical because I think I use those words more than any other word in the book. I'm proud that I was able to do the audiobook recording 
especially because so much of this material is so personally important to me. It kind of felt like speaking to my patients one-on-one. And so if you're listening through an audiobook, it's almost like I can speak to you directly. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Beyonce. She has a beautiful speaking voice, and she's a mother, so I'm sure she can relate to a lot of these issues. The last audiobook I listened to that I loved was A Handmaid's Tale that was narrated by Claire Danes. I love Claire's voice, and I love how she embodied the material. And it was almost hard to tell sometimes that it was her. I mean, she's really transformed the work into the inside mind of the characters. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is in my car on a long car drive. It's hard to do short bursts because I lose track in the middle, but I love putting on an audiobook and going on a long trip somewhere. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. We have long been told that breast is best. This is true for the most part, especially when it comes easily. But like everything, when something comes easily, we take it for granted. We call it normal. We assume every mom will be able to breastfeed with the same overflow of milk and that all babies will find their way to the nipple. We hear over and over again that feeding your baby is natural and nature always provides. Given those circumstances, who wouldn't want to nurse? The truth is, that breastfeeding is no different than anything else. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's hard. There's often a learning curve, and even if you plan on nursing for a long time, you may not make it to the finish line, because not everyone does. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.